What's up? Not much. How you doing? Good. Tired, but good. Yeah, yeah. It's been, I mean, it's a Monday for yeah. us. And I had three concerts this past weekend. Three concerts? Yeah. Like you performed? I performed in three concerts at the choir I sing with. Okay. And then also went to a party after one of them and got home around four. <laughs> stayed out In late. the morning? In the oh. morning. <laughs> four. In the afternoon? That's not that late. No, I stayed out pretty late. We had... Um, so my wife does art, mm-hmm. button art, as I call it. Button geek art. Button geek art, yes. That's the name of it. I'm not it like is. disparaging yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> no, she does like nerdy stuff. Yeah, no, it's cool. Um, and we did a, a show in Carlisle. Oh, was it the one at the fairgrounds? Like the Carlisle, like the Carlisle Christmas craft show thing? It was not a Christmas craft show. It was the, Cure, uh, uh, I forget what it's called. Market of Curiosities. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It is at that place. Yes. Um, so it's a half hour from my house. Mm-hmm. I got home from school on Friday. We drove there. We set up. We drove back. And then in the morning, woke up, drove over there, sat there all day. We did pretty well, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of people there. That's good. They pay to get in. Oh, one of those. And then there's also, like, entertainment. Oh, okay. So have you ever been to the, the Renaissance Fair? Yes. Recently? Uh, no. Um, eight, eight, five, seven years. I don't know. Have you ever seen this guy with dogs doing, like, acrobatics? Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, they were there. Oh, cool. And they had two shows. And then some comedian slash magi- magician um, guy was there. Nice. And the first show was, like, packed. Mm-hmm. Like, first off, you couldn't really walk around well. Mm-hmm. You'd be like going really slow excuse me pardon me pardon me and but then during that show it's like there's nobody here because they're all watching the oh, show right, the, the yeah. first show the second show which is like two hours later mm-hmm. wasn't as crowded but neither was like the whole venue mm-hmm. um they had adult beverages there oh so zero day was there as nice. i as i had mm-hmm. told you you're like i got zero day and i'm like i got zero day too <laughs> uh and wolf brewing and other winery places nice that may have come across. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Booking. No, it didn't. No? Okay. Well, there was a noise from Bo's computer. That there was. You heard or not. I, uh, the crackling that we had talked about, Yeah, uh, it totally came through. I figured. Yeah. Sometimes, like, it's just our it's just our equipment yeah. that's messing up, and it only affects us, uh-huh. and sometimes it goes through. So I apologize. I don't know what was going on. No, and it, yeah, it was weird, but happens. Yeah. So are you considering this? Because, like, I was just doing winter-themed mm-hmm. stuff up until around Christmas, and mm-hmm. I was going to be like, now nah, it's Christmas. I don't know. Christmas music has been playing since, like, November 15th, officially. Yeah, yeah. On... And wasn't there that one album that came out in October? Uh, probably. Nor, Nor Jones? Yes. We, we talked about yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, so yes, uh, that's why I picked a holiday tune. Also, I picked this particular artist for a reason. When it's I'm second, right? Um, yes, you're second. Right, so I'll wait to talk about my artist. But yeah, I was like, oh, I'll just pick a holiday tune. So I started looking, like I've been looking th- this month, more about like a theme. Yes. And then I would search for like, what would be a good, you know, like what would they name a song that's based on this theme? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would just listen to people's music that I've never heard of. Mm-hmm. 
that had a song that was like remotely like that, or maybe it's in the lyrics. Mm-hmm. This I knew, like, so I looked up Solstice and a ton of stuff came up and mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. Or Winter Solstice. Right. Um, and this came up and I'm like, oh, I already know who this is. Mm-hmm. I was going to have them on a long time ago. Oh, cool. Um, so this is Third Secret. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know them. You know four, three, three of the members. Okay. There are five, I think. Okay. Um, here. Is it the Boy Genius people? No, it was not the Boy Genius people. <laughs> I did also... Well, those would be three people. Yeah, it was, it was. <laughs> um, hold on a second. By the way, their website is horrible. Oh, nice. it's it's super ghetto like old flash oh my god it's just it's just like a list uh-huh. so um here are the people that you will not know or might okay. not know um jennifer johnson she is one of the singers no jillian ray i no. think or maybe it's right ray i don't know r-a-y-e probably ray ray um john bubba dupree Okay, he was in a band called Void, okay. which was an American hardcore punk band formed in Columbia, Maryland. Mm-hmm. Obviously, hardcore punk, Maryland, mm-hmm. in the 1980s. Mm. Um, Kim Thale? Nope. You don't know Kim Thale? No. Lead guitar player of Soundgarden? No. Okay, so Kim Thale's in this band. I know Soundgarden, but I don't know. <laughs> this one you will, maybe will know. We right. talked about them a couple weeks ago. Matt Cameron? No, I don't remember. Of Pearl Dram. Oh, okay. And Soundgarden. Okay. <laughs> the drummer. Chris Novoselic. Yes. <laughs> okay. So it's um, a super group of Nirvana. Nirvana yeah. Uh, guitar, bass guitarist and accordionist of Nirvana. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a super group of a bunch of Seattle bands. Um, and then Novoselic, Johnson, and Ray, the two female singers, they were in a band called Giants in the Trees a while ago. And then Cameron and Dupree uh, played together in a band called Hater. Are you sure that's not coming through? It's not. It's coming through our headphones. It is not coming through the system. Okay. I guarantee you. Guarantee. Yeah, so this is a super group. Cool. This album I, I, came I, out I, I get the April uh, 11th. Seattle grungy influence in this a little bit. How do you, Does this, besides... Seattle sound. Yeah. Like when you hear Chris Novoselic, uh, you know, when you hear Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Soundgarden form a band. Yeah. Do you hear this or at least parts of that? Yes. That's what I mean. Like I'm hearing, like now that you say all that, and yeah. now that I have a little bit of background, I'm like, oh, I totally hear that in this. Yeah. I don't know that this, well, this is the only song I heard. Yeah. Are they all acoustic? No. There's like two different sounds and some okay. of them, like they sound like Soundgarden songs. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like I'm expecting... If they, you know, when they plug in, basically, like I'm expecting yep. a certain sound, and it probably mm-hmm. has that sound to it. Yeah. Um, but I also hear the influence in this. What was that one band you played? I'm not going to know anything uh, based on that. Are they called 22? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you played like a, an acoustic thing that like sounds nothing like the rest of their stuff or something like that. Or am I am I conflating I two think things? I, I don't know. There, there was something that you played. Yeah, Lifer. Mm, maybe. I don't. I don't remember. Okay. That that other one's sticking in my head, but I think that's that's wrong. But anyway, there was because twenty two was the the band with like the 
the the murder of crows oh that one okay yeah. never mind never mind that was no there was one that you played maybe it was lifer where it was like here's this one song that i'm gonna that you're gonna play but yeah. it's not really like the rest of their stuff it's like the last track and yeah. it's it's acoustic and it's whatever and it has that vibe to me yeah so so this band has kind of like two different sounds yeah and it's really like these are chris novoselic songs and okay. these are kim thale songs okay the kim thale sounds songs sound like soundgarden mm-hmm. and then this is kind of like the chris novoselic stuff mm-hmm. which i think that a lot of their stuff sounds um medieval oh uh, i could yeah like medieval chant type mm-hmm. things yeah or or folk music yeah well especially folk music yeah. this this one was interesting to me because it was like obviously the lyrics are important mm-hmm. and you can listen to the lyrics and get something out of it but also my i listened to it twice my second listening it i just kind of like let the whole thing wash over me and it's very not not drone like atmosphere great word yeah vibey vibey <laughs> mood vibes yeah it's totally but it is and it's it's kind of cool and like i got the like Dis- it's called december right no it's called winter oh. solstice winter solstice why did i think which it is called- do they ne- have a song called december did you send me a song called december i did i why do i have just december in my head well that was last week oh that's last right. week was december by neck deep there we go and then this is called winter solstice this is where i'm going <laughs> then that was actually last week we didn't even record it like 10 minutes ago <laughs> like we do sometimes it's true uh so anyway winter solstice yes no but i'm getting like all those winter and like i'm out in the woods vibes and whatever and oh yeah even the, some like, of the lyrics mention about being in the and, woods and, and and the and the bell chimes mm-hmm. it's like you're in you're in northern europe mm-hmm. in a small village mm-hmm. and there are bell chimes and then like on the other side there's little kids playing and screaming yeah there's people sitting around like a giant campfire with lutes and guitars it and really things. is yeah um, so here's cool. Winter Solstice by Third Secret off of the album Third Secret. Do we know what Third Secret means? No. They are the, it, I don't think it says anything. I'm gonna look it up. Bell Chimes, which is just like, the queen is here or someone's coming. 12 string guitar. Yeah, which already gives that kind of droney yeah. effect and stuff. There's probably a lot of open strings as well. Winter's coming and then the... Yeah. Like, that's the whole, like, medieval chant. Mm-hmm. Um, like, a, a sumer coming in mm-hmm. type vibe. something else there's like going people on, i guess yeah 
dogs, dogs barking? barking? Yeah, like wolves or something. Yeah, yeah. in the in the rain. Yeah. And that that comes in and out when there's no vocals. Uh huh. And I wouldn't say that there's. I mean, there's a chorus, kind of. Yeah. But it totally has like Northern European. Oh, 100%. Folk stuff. Like, I think I could hear somebody in college singing this. Like, it's like, we're we're gonna do this piece. This is a classic, classic Norwegian folk tune. Yeah, now I get that. Or Northern. I was trying to, was trying to find more about like certain people in the band, and I clicked on like Julian Ray, and I found this article like, who's this singer, Julian Ray? And she's like, she's a singer. <laughs> she's she expected one of, to be like some like deep thing, but she was in that uh, Giants and the Trees band and whatever. Yeah, there's two singers. Yeah. And uh, Jill, Jillian Weiss, Jillian Weiss and, and Chris Chris were the ones who wrote this song, and I think like that's one of the camps. As far as songwriting goes in this band. <laughs> Dude, like I'm focused on that yeah. thing. I don't know what it is. Probably dogs. I think so too. Or wolves. Yeah. I was thinking wolves. Because it's the winter solstice. Yeah. And that's like the fake ending. Yeah. Or the end of the bridge leading back into the chorus. But it totally could have been the ending. Yeah. The jumps in speed yeah. of that, it's just like, they performed that. Uh-huh. It wasn't like, well, we're going to do this part and this part and this part. It was like, no, no, no we're going to play it together. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I want to see if I can find um, another uh, song by them. Okay. I don't think I can. By the way, when you look up the third secret, besides the band, uh, there's a movie from the 60s. There is a third secret of Fatima, which is a Catholic thing. Did you go to their website? Because it's really bad. Oh, their website? I did not. Um, also, <laughs> two of the top like questions on thing are like, um, uh, is third secret grunge? And then is third secret good? <laughs> I thought that was funny. ThirdSecret.com. Oh, this is their website. I was on this before. I thought it was something else. Because it looks so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> like, it's all on... And there's, like... On the left? There's, like... Well, no, not on my phone. It's all just, like, one thing. But, like... Yeah. Royalty-free images. Oh, that is from them. I thought it was, like, an ad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so weird. So, um, this song's called I Choose Me, and it's written by These everybody. pictures are really... Some of the pictures are kind of funny, too. yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Right away, sounds like Soundgarden. Sound yep. Yeah. So yeah, once they 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 plug in, this is the last day of August. Maybe we'll play, which is another acousticy. And this is the 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 Lillian and Christ. Yes, Soundgarden-ish. But actually, this is this is with Matt Cameron, so it's probably like a Soundgarden slash Pearl Jam uh-huh. type of feel. So they got a bunch of, like, I mean, it's all kind of within mm-hmm. the, these three little branches. Yeah, when you can tell that that's kind of where they're, yeah, they're all sort of from and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I don't, I don't know if I want to listen to more, but I, I dig <laughs> that one. I mean, I guess you'd ha- you like. If you were big into grunge, well, that's the thing. That's just like, not my this is awesome. my thing so yeah. much. So yeah, but mm-hmm. no, that's cool. I was looking at the lyrics, and they're pretty straightforward too. Like uh-huh. just talking about winter and solstice and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, in addition to my three concerts that I performed in this weekend, yeah. On Sunday, after my concert, I immediately rushed over to Hack, which is Harrisburg Area Community College. Uh, because the drummer, Jeff Hamilton, and his trio, Piano, Bass, and Drums, were performing a concert uh, sponsored by Central Pennsylvania (coughs) Friends of Jazz. And uh, so I was able to catch the last, like, tune and a half of the first act, and then they did, like, a second set, and I was able to catch all of that. And then Jeff Hamilton was with my kids today and and working with them, which is pretty cool, and gave a clinic. So that's who we're going to listen to. And this is off of his album, is it called Marion Bright? Yes. Yeah, which is a holiday album. Um, this one I was just kind of particularly taken with because it's not what you expect from Here Comes Santa Claus. Here's the thing. Uh, so I, I played this little playlist mm-hmm. that I have of four songs. Um, and it did. It, I was expecting this and then it skipped over it to oh. your other tune for next week. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Um, and you were like, and I was like, this, this doesn't sound this is the like Jeff that Hansen song. Tria? Anyway, so what's his, what's the song? Uh, here comes Santa Claus. Done in a kind of Partido Alto. Yeah. Thing. There, there was a. Um, By the way, he shipped his actual drums here from LA, and then he set them up at my school, and my kids got to play on them, <laughs> which is pretty cool. His like custom, completely mm. custom designed, or. Um, yeah. Drums. There was a, a JHS, yeah. the, the pedal pedal company yeah. slash the YouTube channel. Yeah. They had like a record time, but they're like, you know, like right now a bunch of people are doing like Christmas albums and like what's your favorite Christmas album? So we're not gonna do that. We're gonna do what's your favorite album that's not a Christmas album but reminds you of Christmas. And then like they like would ask people who work in the shop and they're uh-huh. like and they're like, Mine's some kind of blue. Because it's jazz. I don't even know this record, but oh. because it's jazz. Because jazz reminds me of Christmas. Yeah. And that's because of... Vince Guaraldi. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I actually just saw a thing that was saying about, like, what's the best album to introduce people to jazz that oh, don't necessarily like jazz? Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, they always say kind of blue, because it's like the oh, best selling album I was thinking, ever. I was thinking of Peanuts. <laughs> no, but but people say, like, kind of blue. Well, it's so, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, but that's not... It's not... I mean, it's accessible, but it's also not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, people want tunes yeah, yeah. And, and things. And so and you give them the peanut soundtrack. Yeah. 
I would also argue maybe like some Dave Brubeck and stuff too, but even that with like the weird time signatures. And yeah, yeah. So well, five eight's not. I mean, yeah, there's but, probably more than that. But yeah, that's the only thing that I really yeah. know. But so, I like uh, this with the shift in feels and stuff throughout. Yeah, it's just so good. All three of them were so so good yesterday. Did all of them come to the school? No, just just Jeff. Okay, so Mr. Hamilton there. Cool. Um, How did you get that to happen? Through Central Pennsylvania Friends of Jazz. Oh, okay. I, I know people. <laughs> Basically told the kids, I was like, we got him because of connections that I have. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, I, I and know And I was people. trying to tell them like that in like, not like just like a funny way or like a devious way, just like, that's how things happen in life a lot of times is yeah. through who you know, you know? And also taking advantage, not not like in a negative way advantage, no, it, but but taking advantage of the opportunity. Well, even, so even this, through also Central Pennsylvania Friends of Jazz, thank you very much, besides bringing in Jeff Hamilton to work with our kids, they also gave us like a super discounted ticket rate mm-hmm. for my kids to go. Oh, cool. Like, the tickets are $30, regular $10 for students, and then we got a special price below that. Wow. And I was trying to tell the kids even, even that, take advantage of this opportunity to go see him perform with his group for not very much money yeah like that's great that he's coming in but that's different than experiencing experiencing him doing his actual thing you know and this was the last one on the first set and it was also the listening example I gave to my kids last week for their homework, for their yeah. listening homework. And they were like, that, that was the one, Mr. Brenner, that was... I'm like, I know, I know. <laughs> this whole album's really good. Again, if you like jazz, you like Christmas stuff. I... Yeah, he was. I'll tell a story then about about his piano player that he told today, which is pretty cool. But Jeff, if you look up Jeff Hamilton's bi- biography, he's he's almost seventy years old. Um, he's played with just about everybody. Like he was in Count Basie's band for a little bit. He was in Woody Herman's band. He's played with Ray Brown. He's played. He's most recently like uh, has played a lot with Diana Krall, mm-hmm. like on her albums and toured with her. Um, he has the Clayton Hamilton Jazz Orchestra, which he started with the Clayton brothers, Jeff and John. Uh, they were on. I mean, besides doing their own stuff and and being big names. They've played on a couple like Michael Bublé albums. Um, just trying to say like names that people actually know. Um, but yeah, his his pick up those names. His like you? discography is insane. And then you look at like even people that he played with that like he didn't record with. Like we are we go to discography, but it's like mm-hmm. yeah. But he was also like with Count Basie, and like even though they didn't necessarily record, um, he was Oscar Peterson's drummer for five years, famous piano player, like. I was telling the kids too I was like in the 10 years I've been like the jazz guy at CD this is the biggest name I've ever gotten to bring in like running some cool people college professors some different things but like love it I'm I'm expecting uh, clapping oh yeah it sounds like it's gonna be live Um, so he was telling this story somebody asked today like oh who is who is your piano player and um, he said let me get his actual name here before I forget it's Tamir something but i want to make sure i get the right thing um hang on most most instrumental jazz that we listen to uh-huh. i just want to like either it's background music uh-huh. or you just sit and listen to it yeah so i kind of feel weird bringing them sometimes huh. why is it not coming up because the internet is horrible in this yeah. building 
So it's John Hamer on bass. Yes. And then uh, Tamir Hendelman. There you go. On piano. Uh, but he was telling this story about Tamir. So Tamir, I guess, is from Tel Aviv, Israel, mm-hmm. originally. Um, grew up playing piano, classical piano and stuff, and moved to the U.S. I guess eventually ended up at Eastman School of Music. Mm-hmm. And, like, did jazz, but, like, was not a jazz guy. Um, and, you know, was a classical kind of guy. And then uh, he was out in L.A., like, doing some different stuff and was, like, taking different gigs and doing different things. And I guess Jeff heard him play with somebody did he say this was like 99 or something like that and uh he was like he he was impressed by him and got his number and his card or whatever and then but like he had a piano player in his trio already and then something happened where his piano player was like going on tour then with somebody else Mm -hmm. but then they were also going on tour so like he needed a piano player basically and so he called he remembers this guy and he calls him up and and says to him about um you know we're going to tokyo in a bit like be curious like if you'd be interested in maybe trying out for the gig you know and he he sent him i think three cds worth of stuff and he said pick six tunes out of there like learn them and pick you know pick six and learn them and then come in you know next week or whatever and we'll we'll run through stuff and we'll see if you're if you're a good fit Mm -hmm. or whatever so flash forward to what whenever was it two weeks whatever however much time it was Tamir comes in and he's like, so what, what six tunes did you pick? And he was like, I just learned all three albums. He's like, what? He's like, yeah, I got them all memorized. Just pick whatever and we'll go. So sure enough, he knew it all and he got the gig and now he's been his, his guy for nice. forever, which is pretty cool. So, but he was telling the kids that not only cause it's, it's a cool story and like this guy's like really impressive, but he's like, be prepared for the gig that you want. If you want a gig, you want to do a thing like, like come in, ready mm-hmm. to do it get like have the job before you even get to do the interview kind of yeah, thing yeah. like have that kind of attitude and i was i was I, i'm going to talk about that with them specifically tomorrow because there's so many times and i'm guilt i've been guilty of it too and, and probably still am at different times where like before you even play a thing or right after you play a thing for somebody with a playing test or whatever just like a gig or i'm sorry i mean i just i didn't get enough sleep last night like all these things and, and i've heard it said to me in in a different way of like don't tell me the reasons you shouldn't get the job yeah. before you even do the interview. Cause mm-hmm. that's kind of what it's like. If you walk in and you're immediately giving me all the excuses and all the things and all the whatever, I've already got that in my brain now when I hear you play. Yeah. And, and you're basically telling me why you shouldn't or why you aren't going to be good. Yeah. Instead of walking in, not cocky and boastful and whatever, but just like, you have done the work first of all beforehand and you walk in knowing you've done the work and you're good to go. Yeah. So yeah, but I thought that was, a, that was a cool story. And he was telling a bunch of other kind of cool stories and different things. And I mean, like I said, the guy's been doing it for ever and ever and ever. Um, he was also a, a sort of, a, as we were packing up and doing some stuff, one of my students um, was kind of talking to him one-on-one and um, I only caught like the back half of the story, but basically his parents didn't want him to have like a drum set and whatever and so they would only like let him do a snare drum and told him something to the effect of like um when you win a competition on like snare drum then we'll get you like the full drum set yeah but he said where he grew up you couldn't do the competitions until you're 12 and so basically from like seven age seven to 12 all he was doing was like mastering the snare drum and so when he was 12 he starts beating all these like high school kids and stuff in these competitions because he's like all I did for five years was play the snare drum. I was good at it, you know? <laughs> and then he got a drum set and then he, you know, I think the quote he said was like, 
well, whose feet are going to play that? You know, these parts of it, like, cause he was real good with his hands and then all of a sudden had to add the feet to it mm-hmm, and whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, but then he said like when he was in high school, he was playing with college bands and, and pro things because he was better than those people too. And he's like, I'm not bragging. He said, it's just because I worked and mm-hmm. worked and worked because he knew that's what he wanted to do. So it was kind of cool. Super nice guy, by the way, too. Signed cool. two, of, two of my albums for me. Nice. One one is the LA4, which he was <laughs> a member of the LA4. No, no, no. I was, I was just like, so he signed your, uh, your uh, uh, I can't think of any band. that Signed like, my Lizzie McAlpine Your Lizzie McAlpine and, and, and Every Time I Die. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah. No, uh, I, 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 was, I, was, I wasn't on those. Yeah, no, so just please sign it. Well, when I was looking at his discography, I was like, wait, what do I have in my collection? And I was only able to find two. Mm-hmm. I'm sh- I might have a couple others like stuck in there. Um, but the one was, like I said, the LA4, which he was a member of. And then um, another one was him sort of as the drummer in somebody else's band. But mm-hmm. I was like, can you please sign these? <laughs> but you did. He was super gracious. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's always nice when like, I won't call him a hero of mine, but like somebody you look up to. Yeah is a good person also mm-hmm. like that super sucks when you meet somebody and you're like oh you suck <laughs> like like you're a great musician you're a great actor you're a great whatever but like you kind of suck as a person but no he was super great mm-hmm. so thank you jeff appreciate it cool, cool. did else? you tell him that you were, like i'm gonna have you on my podcast tonight no i didn't no <laughs> i did not you should listen yeah <laughs> I'll tag him on Instagram, see what happens. Is he on Instagram? He is on Instagram, yeah. <laughs> and he uh, reposts stuff because uh, my friend Mark, um, his fiance, posted like a little video from the concert last night. And I noticed this morning on his story, it was like reposted. So Nice. Yeah. Cool. So that's our show today. That's our show today. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks for telling folks. Thanks for Good. sticking around through 102 episodes. Check us out on Instagram. Yeah. Follow us. At Two Tunes Podcast. Uh, there's a Discord. There's, there's a, link, a Discord. In the, link in the description below. Go down the rabbit hole with all your best with friends. With all your best something. friends. Oh, by the way, my friend Allison, yeah. just just today as we're recording this, uh, started on episode one. <laughs> and she messaged me and she was she she'd finished episode one. Well, she told me she was going to start listening. Mm-hmm. And then she messaged me. She's like, I finished episode one. She's like, it's good. You guys like have a good rapport and blah, blah, blah. Oh, we get better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Um, but she's like, no, I, I'm into it. Like, I like it. And then she was like, by the way, using using my word, I, I'm sure that I have said on, on here a million times, she's like also a completionist. Mm-hmm. Like needs. So she's like, I will be listening to all of them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. like, cool. I mean, great. I'm not going to start unless no. I can do I mean, I always, I tell people like, especially now that we've hit 100, mm-hmm. You don't have to go back to number one oh, and go no, no, all the no, way no. through. Pick and shoot. You know, find those artists that you recognize and see and like mm-hmm. and start there. And then if you're still into it, then go to like episode three where you're like, I don't know who any of those people are. Now let me listen to that. Yeah. You know, that's kind of like mostly what I tell folks to do. Yeah. But. Very cool. Yeah. All right, man. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.